Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey, welcome to the football scramble, if you will. Um, it's episode nine of the 12 Eggs of Easter. How's it taken nine episodes to get to the football scramble? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Were you in the bath last night going, Eureka? Eureka, yeah. I don't actually own a bath. No. Oh. That's why you smelly. Have you ever had one? <laughs> uh, a while ago. Mm. A while ago. I find I get in and I get too hot and I immediately have to get out again. It's I... very difficult to get the temperature right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the, when you do, the moment you get in is, is delicious. Blissful. It's yeah. transcendent. What do you do after a football game? You don't have a, a bath to ache the limbs. Shower, mate. So it's a rest of limbs. Oh, right? in terms of that, stretch and foam roller. There we go. You and your form roller. I mean, I, I'm still aching from a football match, like a nine-a-side football match I played on Saturday, so I do need it. But form Marcus could do a whole show on a foam barbaric. roller. Yeah. <laughs> his, his, his foam roller chat is some of the strongest of anyone I've met. I just met. think it might be a gateway drug to um, S&M. Could be. Because it's Marcus, very painful, yeah. very close yeah. to playing and pleasure. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, sorry, Marcus. Yeah, yeah. no, I, no, I'm a, a kind of a leisurely foam roller type. Right, okay. have, not I a leather can, daddy. I can, I can use it a few times and mm. it's fine. A casual foam roller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, only, I only foam roller when I got my friends around. It's just you, you, you micro social. roll. I yeah. never foam roll when I'm in the house on my own. Yeah, and that's that's the key. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That is key. That's when you know you got a problem. When you went out and about. Yeah, yeah. You're in the middle of like a Tuesday afternoon, sat around feeling bored, loose women or something, and you get the foam roller. I thought I'm going to be a loose man. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did see Marcus uh, on the corner of the street just outside the office mm. though, at the middle of the night last night trying, trying to buy a foam roller from a shade looking guy with a hoodie so mm. yeah you might have a problem we don't know yet we yeah, don't yeah, know. yeah it wasn't even foam inside no um, in the end it wasn't there we are you see you've got to be careful today we have a Scottish egg Yes, a Scotch, a Scotch, Scotch egg. egg. Yes, a Scotch oh. egg. You can tell we don't plan these in the bath, can't you? You can tell me and Jim uh, got up a lot later than yeah. you guys. You've been up for hours. You're Marshall delirious. Been in the studio since about seven this morning. Uh, it's Gary McAllister, MBE. Oh. Gary McAttack. Gary McAttack. E G G. Yeah, E G G. I love Gary Mac. Mm, I, 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 I really, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that when we had the production meeting, I was adamant he was going in. Yeah, that, we, that Gary Mac made the shortlist, mm. but because it's our 12 favourite eggs and we decide what our favourites yeah. are I'm happy he's here yeah. Yeah. I just didn't think he would make the top table if you know what I mean for those people going well, surely you've got to I chose Gary Mack over Zidane yes yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but again Correctly. another man who just looks ridiculous as a young man it just doesn't no, look no. right no. there's a picture of him oh you can't remember him I can't remember him having hair but I can remember him sort of 
when he was at like Leeds and latterly Liverpool, like mm. he was completely like he'd, he'd gone. He'd That's gone. right. Mm. Oh yeah, big time. But I think there's a photo of him as a young man. You know, when they back in the day, because he was the start of his career in like the early '80s. You know, they would do those photos and they'd kind of be half for like pro set cards or paninis or they right. would just be um, for calendars or whatever mm-hmm. and he's on one knee with the ball there that's right that's right and <laughs> the, the pose he's got a lovely smile and a full head of hair mm. and I'm telling you now it's odd, isn't it? if I pulled that up in front of you guys out of context who's that yeah. not a single right. soul would be able to name the guy <laughs> no. he looks perfect as a bald man yes. he yes. just doesn't look right any other way he looks yeah. so tired all the time well, he's well, got that he sort of like... haggard weather beaten look he yeah looks tired like, Jim he looks like he's a sort of bit hanged like up a, like a plumber that's come round to fix your, your plumbing issues but he's seen everything mm, you know, he's yeah. one, of the, one of those really old ones yeah, yeah, nothing no. impresses him he treats you with utter disdain because yeah. of the fact that you can't fix this yourself yeah. also perhaps a sort of grizzled detective he's got that kind of look as well can see him sort of like you know, a coffee, rocking the beat on I, know, I, think, yeah. Yeah. I think he's a bit cheerier yeah. I quite like McAllister when he sort of cracks a smile on it. Th- I think there's a little bit of joy. Yeah, yeah he's got an adorable face. I reckon, um, yeah, he's a grizzled detective, but he's got a soft side with his daughter's kids. His daughter's kids? So he's yeah. a grandparent. <laughs> yeah. 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 So he's, he'll you didn't bit, think he'll, that through, but when sit, it came out, he'll be you got lucky on the, there. He'll be sitting on the lucky. stoop. He'll be sitting on the stoop watching his kids. Watching we do his, have a word his, for that. His, his grandchildren. His grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very Gar- tender. I, I, I think no one around this table can deny me the fact that with the possible exception of John Terry, no man has looked more tired at the end of a game than Gary <laughs> yeah. He just looks so tired. Well, for Scott, because he had to bloody pull everyone up by their bloody bootstraps yeah. the half only, the time. The only other sportsman who's ever looked as tired as Gary McAllister is snooker player John Higgins. Yeah. He looks like he's about to fall, fall asleep at any point. Higgins would often look knackered, yeah. To be honest, I'm just ready for me bed. It's <laughs> what you expect him to say every time he's interviewed. But a great player. And not only that, a late blooming egg as oh, well. Wasn't yeah. he just? Because he was good at commentary and he was good at Leeds and all the rest of it. But when he got that move to Liverpool, which I'm sure we'll come on to, oh, it's great. Of, it, you, you can argue it's a swan song because I know he played for Coventry after, but it was player manager. Correct. Mm. Yeah. So obviously, swan song is, is your last job as a player. So you could, I think you could, but it, if we are calling that a swan song at Liverpool, it is yeah. one of the best and most glorious swan songs of all time. Absolutely. But at the same time, it's worth pointing out that he, you know, he won the the, the last first division with with that that Leeds, Leeds team, yeah. who, who have got because of the advent of the Premier League and the fact that they somehow finished seventeenth in the season aren't what's after. a title defence but they yeah exactly <laughs> but they're like the most forgotten title winners ever yeah, yeah, I mean, no we, one seems to even think about it we yeah. Gordon Strachan involved yeah exactly very much involved yeah because before then you know in the kind of late 80s and whatnot you, people remember Arsenal winning the title at Anfield I know it was a few yeah. years before but because of the, in the manner that they did people remember Liverpool winning the title because they haven't won it for what is it 27 and, years now and all that kind yeah. of stuff and Leeds title win was like it feels now in retrospect it's like massively before the Lord Mayor show yeah. But in I think it was that season. It might have been the season before um, or even the season after. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is that Gary McAllister scored one of the great volleys. Yeah, against talk, Rangers. No, against Liverpool for Leeds oh, United. Yeah. Ball comes across on the left-hand side over his shoulder and he absolutely oh, yeah, yeah, lashes yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And the reason, again, that's not celebrated is because when people talk about the mm. arch Leeds volleys, I think it's only Eboa. This is the yes. thing. McAllister was the one. That was such a good it's goal. not even the best volley a Leeds United player scored in the 90s. No. Whatever it was. That's the thing. Like that, Eboa <laughs> took his... Uh, but the thing was, it, it, for, for Gary Mack to score it, he scored a decent amount of goals. A, yeah, a, sort yeah. of a, a, a rate of goals scored and com- roughly commensurate with a midfield player. He could hit them from distance. He could, absolutely mm. right. Were and they, um, and hit a dead ball. Were they ever known as Mack and Strack? 
feel like they should have very very nineties thing Mac that they missed me. if it I didn't could, happen. I could I could see a um a sort of football sport based chat show spin off on that mm. on the strength of that name alone. Yeah. Not yeah. in twenty nineteen though, eh? What guess would they have? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Nigel, yeah, like, like, Nigel Spackman. Like, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, 2019. Be Nigel Spackman. Yeah. Mac and Strack meet Spack. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shaq. Shaquille yeah. O'Neal. Cricketer yeah. Inzimum Al Hack. Right. John yeah. Toshak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back, Backstreet Boys. He could hit a dead ball, couldn't he? <laughs> Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> they can play out. There's always a musical yeah. number at the end of a chat show. <laughs> yeah. And as always yeah. on the Mac and Strack show, Mac and Strack we, we are played oh, right. out by the Backstreet Boys. I can yeah. imagine Gary McAllister. <laughs> well, they're not busy either. Gary McAllister <laughs> sat on the sofa, Gordon Strack and goes over before they play their number. How you doing? Threatens them. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in my house? Yeah. You're going to play the song list I gave you. Yeah. Um, I don't think Gary McAllister would get a word in if, if oh, Gordon Strachan was Strachan, given a Strachan, you get to sit down, sit down. Yeah. Sit down, I, um, sit down. You know that Gordon Strachan does a radio show on Monday nights on TalkSport mm. yeah. and he just basically gets relentlessly take, taken the piss out for being short. Mm. Bit, yes, but I think it's harsh. That is height Bants, shaming. It? it is. Mm. Bants, mate. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't catch us shaming any um, kind of things like that. Do you that. know McAllister? He's, he mugged off Brian Clough. Ooh. That must be a short sort list. Of, sort of. A short list of people. Yeah, yeah well, he... he um, when he was at uh, uh, where did he go Leicester yeah. um, that's the funny thing you, you mentioned about him being a late bloomer absolutely he was um, it, it's odd to think for the first roughly nine years of his career he was at Motherwell and then Leicester because and they were in the second tier at the time were they I mm, think yeah, yeah yeah they might have they might, if I might have had a season in the top flight with Leicester but yes they weren't um, they certainly weren't continuously a top flight side mm. like uh, he had um, <clears throat> with, with other teams but we really know him at Leeds, of course. He's brilliant midfield with Strachan, Batty and Speed coming through the academy and whatnot yeah. there. Mm. So it was, it was a really good side. So, so nine years, roughly, before that. It's odd, isn't it? Because players burst onto the scene so young now and, uh, and whatnot. But, but when he was at Leicester, he was uh, turning heads and, and putting in performances and was attracting attention for the big sides and nearly went to Nottingham Forest under Brian Clough. And Clough, he had a meeting with Clough and as the story goes, apparently McAllister was wearing cowboy boots. And, uh, <laughs> <Where's that laughs> cowboy? Which seems very unlikely. I cannot, talking about picturing the guy with hair, <laughs> yeah. picturing him with cowboy boots. I'm picturing him in, in cowboy boots just completely Billy Bollocks um, or greased up. <laughs> Stetson? <laughs> It's Stetson, yeah. 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 He's not Magic Don, Mike. He's not Don Hutchison, mate. <laughs> Magic, <laughs> Mac. Magic Mac. Magic yeah. Mac. Magic Mac. Well, yeah, he Mac went... Mac, and crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mac, Strack and crack. Yeah. That's another chat <laughs> <There you> show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a late night one. Yeah. Well, he, um, he went for this meeting and... He apparently, you know, apparently Brian Clough <laughs> saw the, the cowboy. Sorry, Marcus, investigative documentary where yeah. Mac and Strack go out and investigate the cracking epidemic mm. I'm on the streets of it, New yeah. York in the late 80s. Mac Strack and Spack on crack. Yeah. Right. yeah. Back streets like, back. I put, <laughs> I put Nigel Spackman in there again. Yeah. Sorry, Marcus. Oh, I wondered right. when, this, when this series would break us. And yeah. 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 Um, so Clough saw the cowboy boots and started asking him pointed questions about his private life. And Gary McAllister was just like, oh, really? Come on. And and then Leeds showed interest. And I think that uh, Clough was was a bit of a, a sausage. Homophobe. Probably. He's on record for saying weird things yes. on that. Yeah. He went to Leeds to replace Vinnie Jones, did he not? Yeah, that's yeah. a strange one, that, isn't it? 
Well, well, Jones was still like there. Like. He said that when he turned up at Leeds, Jones. Um, I thought he had gone to Sheffield United. Or was that later? He did soon after. Oh, okay. Right. But he said that Jones um, picked him up in a limo and took him around the town and introduced him to all the people in the bars and all that. He said he was really sound, and he was like, "I was really surprised because really he knew, uh, as did most people at the club, that he was going to start, and, and Vinnie Jones's time was going to be limited and went away." But he was, I've heard a lot of good stories about um, Vinnie Jones. I know I have. <laughs> when he was at Wimbledon, apparently he was really good for race relations around South London. He would, was he? He would, okay. he would pointedly go out into black neighbourhoods and and sort of try and make everyone feel welcome at the club and all that kind of stuff, which of course sounds ridiculous now, but back in the 80s that was a big issue. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't a complete, you know, obviously there were there are moments of thuggery and whatnot, but... Was it not one of you guys who told me that? Because mm. Billy Jones tells, tell, tells a story that he went out he went out to some of the Jamaican neighbourhoods in London mm. to try and um, um, just improve... And make make sure, yeah, two yeah. footers in. Make, uh, yeah, just to make just to make uh, black fans feel welcome at, cl- at football mm. grounds, which of course was a big problem back then, and as we've seen well, it, recently, it's still a problem yeah. sometimes. I mean, and, but if he did is, that, kudos to him. Yeah, but the point is that someone told me the story. It must have been someone else who told me that he was talking about, it, and it sounded like a really good story. Mm. And he said, "I would make a real effort. I'd give all the kids rides around in my big car mm. and all this kind of stuff." And then he went, and I'd occasionally, you know, doing a Jamaican accent as well to make him feel welcome. And he's like, "You've ruined that. You've, you've ruined that." There. I do have a Vinnie Jones story. Um, but it, but it's not that. It's not really about him. But uh, Vinnie Jones's dad shot my ex's goat. What no. did that go with, wrong? With that, that, um, Crossbow? No, with a with a with a gun. Uh, he he, he owns a farm, and uh, there was some something to do with this. A this goat, goat was going to be going to be just shot and and put down because they didn't have space mm. for it. And she was like, "Oh, please let me find a place for it," because she worked at this farm, and uh, she'd found a home for it. But by the time she got back to deliver the good news, uh, the goat was already shot. Because right. Vinny like Jones's dad couldn't a, be asked to. It's not, around. it's not a god. It sounds like oh, a I, subplot. I know. Well, yeah. No one's goat now. It sounds like an episodic subplot in. Fargo. Mm. It does a little bit, yeah. yeah. Back to McAllister, though. Yes. Sorry to, uh, to to drag it away from that. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, I, I love this little story that, that when Leeds won the league, uh, Manchester United finished second, of course, under Ferguson, just four points behind. So it was a great achievement for Leeds. McAllister said he was judging a karaoke night in Leeds when the news came through that Man United had lost to West Ham in the title run. Watch the game. And he said, well, it wasn't, it wasn't the clincher, but he said that was the moment when he started to believe we're going to beat them. Sweet Caroline. Well, actually... That's he, what he, he confirmed that it was a very good meatloaf act that won the karaoke. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say he got up there and did one himself. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk more Gary McAllister after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. There's an egg under there. Welcome back <laughs> Luke, to, the, to the 12 eggs of Easter, sponsored by Bet365. Yeah, I found that yesterday. Where yeah. is the egg? Luke, um, Luke sent me a clip of some kind of great British was it MasterChef. It's MasterChef, yeah. And, um, it's MasterChef. <laughs> and uh, that was so, on there's there. There's an egg under there. Basically, it's the round, it's the round, in, it's the round in MasterChef where they have to cook for the ex-contestants. <laughs> mm. And the, someone serves up a really bad meal. <laughs> and there's three of them sat around about to eat it. And it's like some sort of liver dish or something. And it's not it's very fat nice. Les, and it's um, what's it, whatever his name. Is, Keith um, Allen. Keith Allen. Yeah. And then they all go, oh, this isn't very nice. And then and then the woman, I think she's an actor, because um, it's Celebrity Martian, mm. lifts up a salad and there's like a little ball Gary McAllister. Yeah, she goes, <laughs> there's an egg under there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a funny moment. It was a very moody site, let's say, that you sent me with that episode oh, yeah. on. It was, we uh, do what we can, Pete. A lot of pop-ups. Come along now. now. sign up to many adult video games. Livejasmine.com. <laughs> Come Live along now. We've been distracted from McAllister too long. Yeah. Eggy, you, eggy. Indeed, yeah. Egg, press an egg button, Pete. Bring it back on track. There you, go. there you go. There we are. We're back on. Uh, moved to Coventry in his early 30s. Mm. I kind of remember him as a Coventry player. I, I do as well. And, and he said he left for financial reasons. He thought it would be his last big contract before retiring. <laughs> Loved by the Coventry fans. Again, he, 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 he was a great professional. Mm. He had, he had uh, a great attitude and, and all the rest of it put in performance. He looked like he'd never done a day's training in his life. Yes. Yeah. But he was... A very clearly looked after himself very well. Yeah, he was very lithe, wasn't he? He could play in well into his late thirties, you know. Well, maybe he'd had too many Gary Macs because he had a drink <laughs> named after him. Did he? Yes, called the Gary Mac, which was a blue-coloured alcohol with vodka. So the blue and white were the colours of Coventry. Ah, right. You see, yeah, that was a different world back then, wasn't it? <laughs> Imagine that now. Imagine the outrage oh. if a top player had a drink named after him in a Maybe local they club. do. Well, maybe, well, maybe in student bars they do. It's yeah, pies I mean, and things. It sounds now, quite studenty, doesn't it? Let us know. Let us know, students. Or, what, or what, Pete, what drink would a Pete Donaldson be? Oh, blind. Tears. Um, sick. Tears, yeah. yeah. And tears, yeah. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> He's gone straight for sick there. <laughs> to be honest, it. it could have said something worse. McCallus mm. um, had a good international career, too. Sadly for him, one of his most documented moments. Euro '96, yeah, ruined by Yuri Geller. Yuri yeah. Geller. Do you remember that? I remember, and that's a shame. But McAllister missed a penalty against England. David Seaman saved it. David Seaman doesn't get enough credit because people think Yuri Geller did it. <laughs> this is what I was yes. about to say. Well, he claimed it. <laughs> so the ball slightly moved on the spot. Yeah, right. It did. And and Yuri Geller is um is taking a um is taking a credit for it because before the game there was some preposterous thing in the sun. 
where if you put your hand or you focus your power on the ball. And I, my, no, I know you're thinking of the David Beckham metatarsal. Yuri Geller no, claimed... The, the metatarsal, they did a, um, a, a printout. Yeah. Yeah, like Geller, a Geller reckoned that he was in some... Helicopter, hot, Yeah, it? helicopter, a hot air balloon or something Cretinous up thrall. in the skies near yeah. Wembley Stadium. Yeah. Apparently news got through to him that he, you know, Gary Callis had a penalty. And for some reason he wanted England to win because he's Turkish, isn't he? I can't remember. Uh, he's from Israel, is he not? Oh, he's from yeah. Israel. Okay. My, my, my he's not from England. My no. overall memory is just him screaming, England win, England win, England win. Okay. Whenever I think of that Euro 96 game, I think of that and it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. well, the ball it, well, does... He's really good at inserting himself into things that have nothing to do with him and he's doing it now. Yeah. 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 Well, the ball did slightly move before McAllister hit it and, uh, and Seaman saved it. Still on target. Um, well, it was. Uh, it was on target, yeah. Um, uh, it, McAllister said that Yuri once texted me to say he could help my team win as he felt bad for what he'd done at me, to me at Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe he was behind his uh, swan song. Um, McAllister, he didn't feature at the World Cup 90, but he did go there with Scotland. Mm. This was when Scotland managed to qualify for tournaments. He played at Euro 92. He scored against the CIS. He did score against the yeah, CIS. Yeah, I remember. 96 he missed out. And then World Cup 98 he missed through injury. Shame. He had a good side in 98 actually. Yeah. And he was still, I mean, and at 98, I mean, he, the longevity of his career speaks for itself because in 98 he was still decent because in 2001 he was a big part of the, the Liverpool treble. Well, yeah, we'll come yes, on to that. Yeah. In a second. I mean, he retired from international football at 34 in 1999 after, after being getting booed. booed. Yeah. <laughs> he was booed by the Scotland Gary fans. Gary McAllister booed. That's sad, isn't it? Craig Brown what, tried what, for him. me yeah. I've got John McGinley in front <laughs> gone jury what do you want me what do you want me to do it wasn't a bad jury was a good player Donaldson yeah but he'd, he'd mean... walk in that team on his hands now <laughs> I was going to say you start mentioning a couple of the Scotland players in the 90s Scotland fans will be thinking oh just for a couple of them Ali McCoist yeah put Lovely. him in there McCallister could do a job now he could, he could, he could. He's, he's, by the end he was trundling around just taking free kicks whipping them in for 45 yards <laughs> wonderful yeah it was great <laughs> Craig Brown tried to make him reconsider what did he say? Are you sure, Gary? <laughs> but uh, he failed. Mm. He Ignore failed. the boo boys. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a much better chance of getting a nothing, nothing result. Mm. Do you want your goose eggs? <laughs> um, Eric, Eric Cantona had a lot of nice things to say about uh, Gary McCarthy. He said one of the best midfielders he's ever played with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, a lot of people they yeah. they spoke very very. A forgotten good. man, maybe. So, yeah, 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 almost. No. It's, it's an interesting one. Not isn't it? Because we were, when we were talking about Dion Dublin, we were saying he was one of those players that was always tipped to get a big move, and it never quite happened. And McAllister just about made it. Yeah, and it so worked the league so league. much better than you think. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Mm. But with this sort of Premier League myopia, I think that was certainly yeah, sure, still sure, sure. the kind of view of him. Uh, mm. You sort of think that this will probably won't happen again, just simply because footballers start so early. So those players that had those moves that mm. where they still had a little bit left in the tank people like Beardsley when he went to Newcastle he had a lie that he was 34 and he was actually 36 uh, when he moved who was that? hey Be- I didn't know Be- that Beardsley really? yeah he lied he, what, Kevin, when he... Kevin Keegan told him to lie to John Hall <laughs> Uh, that he was 34 rather than 36 because Don't otherwise check. he wouldn't have signed. Why him. would you check? So how, how, could, how could you check? Well, then, <laughs> yeah. He signed at 36. I think he, I think he signed wow. at 36. Well, it's funny, you're right, it's moved on because we were talking on, on the constant a couple of weeks ago about the I future. I might be 32, 34, sorry. The, that's right, about the future of Robert Lewandowski, mm. who's now 30. And people just basically saying, well, you know, he's probably not, no one's going to yeah. take a move, make a move now. It's like Lewandowski, still, he got, he scored yeah. like eight goals in the Champions League this season. Yeah. 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 And there's talk that he probably won't yeah. get a move. I mean, he might still, but you know what I mean? The conversation mm. seems to have changed. Well, we're so familiar yeah. with these players for such a long time. And they're, yeah. so, they're, so, they're rammed down our throats for every video game, every TV show. And it's mm. like, yeah. I'm 
bored of him now. Let's have some new ones. I know. <laughs> well, at the age of 35, he left Coventry to Liverpool. On a Bosman, though. So it was a free hit for it Liverpool. Was still, yeah. But still, though, like Liverpool were quite heavily criticised for that. And what on earth are you doing signing a 35-year-old? They had some exciting young players at the time. Stephen Gerrard, Michael Owen, Carragher. Was yeah, but Danny the, Murphy was involved. Danny Murphy. Yeah. The idea of a Bosman was quite interesting, though. Yeah. yeah. It was, but still, Make the though, most of it. But what? As, 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 people, it. But it, they were criticised. Julio yeah. was criticised. Mm. Julio said later, you know, it was, it was my most inspired signing, which you can... Which yeah. you can understand mm. why, but it, but it's true though that when McAllister, you'd obviously won the league at Leeds, and then Leeds they they didn't reach those highs after that, and then he went to Coventry, who, as I say, as I said in a, in, in the Dion Dunham profile, they were all in a kind of always in a kind of relegation scrap, and that's not quite true. And actually, at times they played some nice football, but he wasn't up there trying to win trophies really, uh, or, or certainly challenging for the league. And then he goes to Liverpool, and he had a bloody lovely time, almost instantly, kind of just substitute appearances, but he'd always have a hand in stuff, which yeah, is really yeah. weird. Well, he knew that uh, people were criticising and, and, and were critical of this, so he made sure that he turned up. Uh, ready to go in that summer in training and was yeah. he was one of the top runners in the side all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. now he had retired from international football so that probably helped slightly uh, but he won a treble at Liverpool a lot of the Liverpool players who were involved in that squad call it the treble yeah. it was a treble it's an impressive treble League Cup, FA Cup and UEFA Cup Yeah, uh, but it is a treble and, and a testament and we talk about him being underappreciated perhaps I forgot a man of the Premier League era <clears throat> a testament to how well he was liked at Liverpool there's two for me one is that he's now assistant to Stephen Gerrard at Rangers mm-hmm. obviously built up a good, rep- mm-hmm. a good uh, ability a good came on from yeah. in the FA Cup sure. I think right and the other one is top the hundred players who shook the cup. Yeah, mm. this is essentially a list of the hundred most loved or or best Liverpool players. Uh, number thirty-one. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. And you, you for a think, guy who signed the thirty-five, and played about two seasons. Uh, yeah. I think he was was he two seasons? Was yeah, he I think he was a couple more? of years. Because okay. in those couple of years, he featured eighty-seven times for them. Which, you know, for a guy who's 35, 36, is incredible. <laughs> and if, viewed as a free gift. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, he scored, one of, the, one of the most important goals he scored was the only goal of the tie against Barcelona in the UEFA Cup semi-final. Mm. And it's a lovely penalty. And the way he celebrates that in Puyol's face, because he said Puyol kept saying stuff in his ear and all this mm. kind of stuff, was, was Puyol, amazing. It's just weird that Puyol, Puyol was still like, Costa, yeah. only recently. <laughs> I know, I know. The crossover's crazy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his best free kick was arguably slash definitely at Goodison Park though. Yeah. yeah. That bottom left hand corner. Glorious. Yeah. He said that Jamie Carragher said to him just before he hit it, because he could see McAllister kind of sizing it up and the keeper was edging away waiting for the cross. And apparently Carragher went, Don't you effing dare, Gary. Yeah, really? <laughs> went, well, have a look at this. Carragher's got form for that because you remember when Charlie Adam kept trying to score from the halfway yes. line. Yeah, well that's understandable. Mm. And, and there was one where, I think the one where he does score mm. finally, Carragher is going postal on behind him. Like screaming at him, like throwing his arms around him, and then it obviously goes in. Amazing. He was man of the match in the final of the UEFA Cup when they beat Alaves. 5 4. 5 4. He scored yeah. as well, yeah. yeah. He said that uh, there was a moment in the match when he took a corner that Robbie Fowler was warming up near him and a dildo landed next to him. <laughs> <laughs> and he said Don Hutchison and he, yeah, he said Fowler nonchalantly who was who was a sub flicked it up with his right foot and then volleyed it over the hoarding boards in the, in the direction where nice. it had come from <laughs> <laughs> don't worry don't worry Gal I'll, I'll, I'll sort take this care out of that. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, well and, anyway what a great guy what a great career indeed yeah Player manager at Coventry as well. He Love still wasn't answer. quite done. Yeah. He still wasn't quite done. <laughs> um, a slight uh, stints at management uh, didn't quite work out. Well, he well. stepped in for Julia, didn't he? he? He had a good relationship with Julia mm. and, and he stepped in. I know he, he managed at Leeds, but he stepped in as caretaker at Villa when Julia came, it became ill, didn't yeah. he? Uh, yeah, I think Yeah, I think so. he did. And um, yeah, so that obviously he had a little bit of a try at there, but now he's assistant to, to Stevie G. Oh. 
Gary Mack, eh? Yeah. Love that. Absolutely mm. love that. What an egg. Oh, but just that swan song at Liverpool. You can't, honestly, you can't, uh, you know, state it enough just how glorious it was. 100%. Agree. Great. A welcome entry. Still in football. Absolutely. Good to see the dugout. Yeah. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody, to episode nine of the 12 Eggs of Easter. Sponsored by Bet365. Back to Mozza. This was a Radio Stakhanov production.